0: Welcome everybody, my name is Corey Allen and this of course is the Overton Report. This is episode 4 of our new radio show slash podcast. You can find it every Monday night on bigpatriotradio.com and a few days after that you can find it at theovertonreport.substack.com Today, we're going to be talking about a posting career article that was levied as a hit piece against a school board member in Charleston County that turned out to be a total fabrication. We're going to talk about Donald Trump as we record this right now. He is on his way to New York to be indicted for a crime of which the statute of limitations is over, Uh, and the can of worms that this opens. We're going to talk about the failing U.S. dollar, and if we have some time, we might touch on Dylan Mulvaney, the 365 Days of Girlhood performance artist, the uh, despicable Dylan Mulvaney. But first an update. You may remember recently we uh broke a story about MUSC uh putting putting out a a presentation that they used to teach their staff about gender ideology uh in youth and in that presentation they claimed that things like adolescent drug use and sex work in in ch- children were quote essential to the survival of many trans and queer lives uh things of that nature well i'm happy to say that since we broke that story that entire page has been deleted from musc's website and they they have put the kibosh on using it to teach staff that is activism at its finest thank you all so much for taking action and forcing their hand that's how we win consistent persistence so let's go ahead and hop right into it recently an article was written by the posting courier Uh, now the posting courier of course is a liberal rag and they do what they do but this this article kind of takes the cake as far as lazy journalism goes if you could even call it journalism we at the overton report uh, wrote an article and it was just just published today uh, responding to this article, now what was this article about? Well, let's get into it. A liberal activist and media claimed that a Charleston County School Board member threatened a trans teacher, and it was a lie. The Post and Courier used single activist lie as a source in targeted attempt to force the board member to resign. Here's the truth. You can find this article on the Overton Com. A recent headline on the front page of the Post and Courier's daily paper, which was also posted on their website uh, and social media, well, it reads as follows. Quote, Charleston school board member asked to resign amid transgender talk and alleged threat. Ed Kelly has been asked to resign from the Charleston County School Board after a woman alleged he publicly stated during a recent conservative group chapter meeting that if his child's teacher came out as transgender, he would show up at the educator's doorstep with a gun. And that's false. The article written then proceeds to tell a story about a leftist activist, Adrian Lett, who works for the county of Dorchester, claiming that Ed Kelly, the elected member of the board of Charleston County School District, decided to tell a crowd of around 150 people, including elected officials like Curtis Loftus and State Representative Matt Lieber, among others, that he would show up on the doorstep of a trans teacher with a gun if that teacher told the students in his own children's classroom that she was trans. This, of course, is a blatant lie. But what else could you really expect from a leftist who snuck into a conservative meeting with the sole intention of finding something to get mad about? Many people in South Carolina with common sense, they know better than to believe much of what The Post and Courier writes. After all, it's a publication which basically whores itself out to the highest-bidding woke corporations for ad revenue and consistently manipulates the truth in order to push a political agenda. We've pointed out their frivolous falsehoods many times at the Overton Report, but the latest examples of highly questionable, quote, journalism from the cesspool that is the PNC writers' room really takes the cake. Adrian Lett, the accuser, had initially begun recording the Moms for Liberty meeting, but apparently stopped when it was announced that recording was not permitted. That's what she says. Uh, But who knows? It could be because the meeting wasn't as inflammatory as she hoped. After all, I mean, she did lie about a school board member threatening to shoot a teacher to the media without hesitating for a single moment. The single source that the PNC used for this article often uses her social media to pontificate about various political issues, of which she seemingly has little to no understanding. Whether it's calling for the legalization of anabolic steroids, stealing traffic cones when she's bored, or speaking during state house public, co- public comments, proving to those in attendance that she has a complete misunderstanding of what comprehensive sex education really is a name for a very politicized gender ideology based sex education program it's not just a term it's like comprehensive sex ed trademark you know or whether she's misrepresenting the argument over abortion in the u.s let again an employee of dorchester county's government has proven herself to be a leftist activist with a willingness to say whatever might benefit her political position even and especially when it's not true. one of the attendees at this event who discount Let's claims is Mike Lowry, a constituent board member with the c c s d He not only refuted the lie told by Let to the posting courier but he had a poignant take. On why the posting courier might run with such a frivolous and unfounded claim. Lowry said, quote, I see it as a smear job they've been waiting to do on both Ed and Moms for Liberty. What they're reporting is absolutely not what he said. Lowry went on to say, quote, He jokingly thanked a dad for not overreacting to a grown adult's misconduct with his elementary school child. And this is really the point. This is the lead that the PNC buried. So what really happened? Ed Kelly, CCSD board member, spoke to a crowd of invite-only parents and citizens from Charleston County. And in that speech, he referenced a situation that's been unfolding at a local elementary school classroom in the Charleston County School District. A teacher told her eight- and nine-year-old students that they would need to refer to her as Mr. beginning the following day. This led to a conversation about trans ideology and gender ideology, which any reasonable person could only describe as wholly inappropriate for single-digit age children to take part in. One of the children, a little girl, went home and told her father about the incident. She was seemingly traumatized, asking if she too might one day wake up and find herself to have become a boy. She was inconsolable. So this father took the right step and made a complaint to the school district. So after referencing this anecdote to the crowd, Mr. Kelly then expresses admiration for the parent handling the situation so well. According to Mr. Kelly's own public statement, which was released earlier today, he then told the crowd, Quote, I applaud this father for making the right choice to write an email instead of picking up a gun. Many others, uh, actually 100% of other people in the crowd, minus one leftist activist, heard the same thing. We actually reached out to multiple people who attended this meeting to get a better understanding of what happened. And we weren't surprised that every single one of them refuted Let's claims. We are, however, shocked that the Post and Courier would run with such a shaky story built solely on the word of a single leftist activist with no evidence and 150-plus other witnesses that refute her claim, including, as I mentioned earlier, State Representative Matt Lieber. Now, we spoke to Mr. Lieber earlier, yesterday, and here's what he had to say. So what was it that uh, that... Ed Kelly actually said. So I was sitting in the front row when he was speaking. He said that he was uh, the the parent was displeased with what had taken place, but Ed said, "I am grateful that this parent did the right thing instead of, you know, going and possibly getting a gun and doing something that's, you know, crazy. He said, "I'm glad this parent took the time to contact us on the board and complain. Uh, you know, with full maturity. So this is this is what I do not like. I'm not. I'm against what was going on in the school. Ed just said, I'm glad they didn't do something that was, you know, stupid. That's all he said. Is there any way that anybody could, in good faith, take that statement as a threat? No, not in good faith. You know, this woman, I believe, came to that meeting looking, looking for something that she could report on. She found nothing, so she created something out of whole cloth, and that's all that was. Ed did not say. I was going to take a gun or anything like that. That was not his his quote. He said, I am glad that this parent stopped, took the time to think, and contacted the board and said, look, I do not like what took place in the school instead of going and grabbing a gun and doing something nefarious. Great. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate it. So there you have it. And this, of course, becomes even more poignant with the recent media circus surrounding a trans person, a girl who pretends to be a boy in in this particular case in Tennessee, uh, going and killing children in a school. And of course, we have seen the left wing media, the mainstream corporate media. The only thing that they're mad about is not these children being killed because it was a Christian school. So of course, the leftist media would not be upset about that. They were mad that the girl who pretends to be a boy was misgendered. Now we also spoke with Tara Wood, the chapter chair of Moms for Liberty, who also put out a statement today. And here's what she told us. So Tara, what did uh so you you've read the articles, right? Yes. That are just straight hit pieces on Ed Kelly. Correct. You guys invited Ed Kelly to speak, right?
1: Correct. Yes. Is
0: anything written in that article true? No. No.
1: No, it's completely exaggerated.
0: What was it that that he said actually that that led to this this person twisting his words
1: well first of all i always say that someone like that is just looking for their soundbite to exaggerate and try to expose and cause harm which mm-hmm. clearly that's why she was there and the fact that he was i mean it was so it wasn't threatening in any way whatsoever right. and as a matter of fact when he made that comment about hey i'm glad that he reached out to a school board member mm. versus you know going to get a gun people laughed you know kind of laughed cause it because they just was serious well like it was a, tongue-in-cheek yeah, yeah it was clearly yeah. yes
0: so so there's no way in your opinion that anybody could in good faith have have taken what he said to be some kind of threat absolutely not what do you think the reason is that the post and courier uh, would would present it that way based on a single source with no evidence.
1: See, no, that's what I'm trying to understand. Why do they continue to do this? I don't understand.
0: This isn't the first time they've come after Moms for Liberty, and you personally, is it? That's
1: right. You're right.
0: Front page news often.
1: That's exactly right.
0: Just lying on your name, lying on your group. Yes. it's, It's a pretty common thing.
1: Yeah, so I've been told this is what it looks like to win. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I think you're right. right. Yeah.
1: And they're just going to keep coming after us. And this has been going on for decades. I mean, it's, this type of behavior is nothing new as part of their tactics. So I'm just supposed to apparently take it as a compliment.
0: <laughs> if there's one thing you could say about Ed Kelly, what would it be?
1: Oh, I think he's amazing. I think he's a an amazing father and, um, very intelligent. I know that he has all kids in Charleston County's, you know, best interest at heart. Mm -hmm. I know that he wanted to run for school board for the right reasons.
0: Now, there's this has been an ongoing thing in Charleston County schools. We've uncovered at the Overton Report, teachers giving students stories and giving them tests on, on trans Ideology-based stories like "I Am Leo." We we are working on something right now where a Charleston County school is helping a 13-year-old child transition without her, without that child's parent even knowing about it until that parent went to the school for something else and they started referring to this parent's daughter by a boy's name and and thinking that uh, they they were that the parent was getting information about a different kid, the parent said, wait, that's not my kid. And they went, no, yes, it is. So we're working on something like that. This is an ongoing thing in Charleston County Schools. So listen, others have echoed the same sentiment as far as this situation with Ed Kelly and uh, the Moms for Liberty meeting goes. Every single attendee that we spoke with, and there were many, basically told us the same thing. Ed Kelly said nothing that could possibly be construed as a threat of any kind, and nearly all of them believe that the Dorchester County government employee came to that event looking for something to jump on. They also seemed fairly certain that the reason she made this up was to help facilitate an organized spear campaign against Kelly. Because not only was this the second hit piece that this same journalist or writer or the PNC had written in within 16 hours about Ed Kelly, but this is also evident, evidenced by the activist's attempts at recording the meeting and the fact that two agitators who were present alongside her had been kicked out of the meeting earlier in that evening. Now, we've repeatedly seen how the media will manipulate the facts of a situation to fit an agenda, if not outright lie, to push that agenda taking a single politically motivated person's words as evidence worthy of a statewide front page newspaper article, well, that's bad practice all by itself. But when that unproven claim consists of something so egregious as accusing a school board member of threatening to shoot a teacher, well, that's beyond the pale. It actually, it seems actionable to me. And I hope that you join us at the Overton Report, and calling for the immediate correction of this politically motivated hit piece by the Post and Courier against this public servant. And I also hope you remember things like this when you're taking the word of corporate media like them when it comes to their reporting on political issues. They're extremely biased. They hate conservatives. They're willing to do whatever it takes to discredit them. They've done it to me. They've done it to Moms for Liberty. And now they've, they're attempting to do it to Ed Kelly. And make no mistake, if you don't stand up against it now, it'll probably be you that they come after next, especially if you're working to make a difference. And as they've proven, no matter how egregious the claims, liberal corporate media not only don't need the accusations to be sourced correctly, but the claims can be flat out false. They don't care. As long as they get to hurt one of their political enemies. This is the pattern, though, of the local, quote, corporate media in South Carolina as a whole, but especially, especially in the Charleston area. And it's time for that to change. So we will see how this goes in the coming days. Now, last week, we spoke about Donald Trump possibly being indicted, and that indictment did come down. Now, it is sealed until tomorrow, Tuesday, uh, where Trump will go to the courthouse and face his arraignment. So until then, nobody really knows what the charges are, but we do know that they include at least one felony. Uh, We also know that the statute of limitations is passed and we're hearing word that there are between somewhere between 30 and 34 charges. Uh, All of this, of course, stemming from Stormy Daniels, the, the situation with Stormy Daniels and Michael Cohen. And this, of course, is just absolutely absurd. First, this DA, Bragg from new york campaigned on indicting donald trump which is crazy second other people who have done way worse like hillary clinton simply had to pay fines for these campaign finance issues and third i mean listen to this statement from stormy daniels okay and this is this is dated january 10th 2018 okay To whom it may concern, I recently became aware that certain news outlets are alleging that I had a sexual and or romantic affair with Donald Trump many, many, many years ago. I am stating with complete clarity that this is absolutely false. My involvement with Donald Trump was limited to a few public appearances and nothing more. When I met Donald Trump, he was gracious, professional, and a complete gentleman to me and everyone in my presence. Rumors that I've received hush money from Donald Trump are completely false. If indeed I did have a relationship with Donald Trump, trust me, you wouldn't be reading about it in the news. You would be reading about it in my book. But the fact of the matter is these stories are not true. Sign Stormy Daniels. So I find that pretty intriguing and you can find this, uh, on all on my Facebook page, uh, It's facebook.com slash coreyallenoverton But here's also a statement on the alleged payment that they're charging Donald Trump with. Uh, This statement is from Michael Cohen. Quote, in a private transaction in 2016, I used my own personal funds to facilitate a payment of $130,000 to Miss Stephanie Clifford. That's Stormy Daniels neither the Trump organization nor the Trump campaign was a party to the transaction. I find that interesting as well. And of course, Michael Cohen went to uh, jail for lying to Congress. And this entire situation is based on Michael Cohen now possibly having changed his story. Now, this has opened up a massive can of worms. I don't think we can get the genie back in the bottle, but it's, it's a really scary genie, I believe. If I were to tell you, let's say you had no idea about this situation. Okay, let's say it was happening in, in some other part of the world. And I said, the former president of this country, who is now running for president again, is being arrested by his political opponents who campaigned on the specific platform that they would find a way to put him in jail and keep him from running for president again. You would say that's a third world country, a banana republic, and one of the most corrupt countries that you'd ever heard of. And yet it's happening right here in the United States of America. There is no doubt every single poll shows that Donald Trump is the front runner by leaps and bounds when it comes to the Republican primary, the upcoming presidential primary. There's no doubt about that. And there's also no doubt that the 2020 election was, was fraught with problems and issues and discrepancies and an organized attempt to censor and silence the conservative side, the Republican side of the electorate. The Hunter Biden story, deplatforming President Trump, deplatforming tons of people, uh, including the New York Post and, and a bunch of uh, conservative commentators. An organized attempt. And there's also no secret that from Donald Trump's first run of president, The Steele dossier, fake. Russia collusion, fake. Hillary Clinton and the Democrat machine trying to fabricate falsehoods in order to steal that election. Absolutely 100% proven true. I mean, hell, they paid for the Steele dossier. The lie that the FBI then, knowing it was false, continued to investigate Donald Trump on. I mean, at what point do you call treason treason? I mean, don't forget General Milley in Trump's lame duck section of his of his presidency called the Chinese government and told them that if we were going to attack them, he would let them know first treasonous acts after treasonous acts after treasonous acts. And now. They're finding some campaign finance issue that even liberal rags are saying, guys, this is not a good idea. We want to get them, but we don't want to do this. Now they're arresting political opponents. And this is the reason that this is happening is because not enough conservatives stood up when those political prisoners from January 6 were put in jail. Everyone was afraid and everyone's still afraid to stand up, to these powers that be, these elitist scumbag globalists. And because we didn't stand up then, they're coming for the de facto leader of the opposition party in the United States of America now. They know what the will of the people is. They know what we the people want. And they know that they have to crush our leaders as much as they can. And they know they have to crush the bravest among us in any way possible in order to get the rest of us to follow along like good little sheep and i'm not seeing enough people stand up the way they should i'm trying to organize something we're trying to organize something we just don't know where to go with this this is just this is unprecedented and if the left doesn't think that these same tactics will be used against them Well, they're insane. They're insane. But now it's coming out that with Donald Trump about to go to jail, be indicted, be arraigned tomorrow, that the judge who Donald Trump claims hates him is probably going to be implementing a gag order on Trump and his lawyers. That means that Donald Trump won't be able to even tell us the people in america will not even be able to know what the indictments are for or the evidence that is frightening and if he does he can be put in jail for 30 days so the powers that be the leftist democrat machine are not only indicting and arresting the leader of the opposition party the leader the de facto leader okay or one of the top two or three, they're not only doing that, but they are also telling we the people that we're not allowed to know why. How can anybody look at this and applaud? The cognitive dissonance it takes, the mental gymnastics one must perform in order to make this seem okay to themselves is astonishing to me. But of course, when... You can't tell the difference between a man or a woman and you look to the government to to know what you should and should not be able to say, think, or do. Well, I guess it shouldn't be that surprising that more people aren't upset about this. This was inevitable, though. This was inevitable. It was always going to happen. We knew from the bogus impeachments the false claims of him inciting violence, all of these things, we knew that they would stop at nothing. And they've proven us correct again. We're going to have to follow this and see where it goes, but whew. And another thing that I find kind of interesting about this is that the same day that the indictment came down for Donald Trump, the Quote, QAnon shaman Jacob Chansley was released early from federal prison. And we all know that the reason that happened was because Tucker Carlson put out the truth. Chansley being escorted through hallways all over the Capitol by Capitol Police. Proving that his charges were totally bogus. The same day that they do that, they arrest Trump because it's about sending a message about sending a message that one way or another they're going to get you. We are reaching a very dangerous point right now. And the rest of the world sees it and they smell weakness. That's why countries like India are dropping the U.S. dollar when it comes to cross-border trade. They're going to start dealing in rupees instead of the U.S. dollar. The Kenyan president last week said, to, warned people in a speech that if they had any U.S. dollars, that they would soon start to feel losses and that they should do what they have to do to uh, get out from under that. China is making deals with Russia and India and Brazil and Saudi Arabia and the Saudis. OPEC just decided that they're going to drop production of gas a million barrels a day. And it's what they call a shocking, a shocking and sudden drop in production because generally these types of drops in production are planned weeks ahead. But this one wasn't because they are all attacking us at the same time while Joe Biden is focused on jailing his political opponents, equivocating about a mass shooting by a trans leftist activist who killed children, throwing Our country down the drain and destroying the justice system. China's at work. China is at work taking the world over. And we're allowing it to happen. We're in a very precarious situation right now. We've never had the type of inflation that we're about to have. Okay? I really hope that you're prepared for it that means food that means silver for daily trade that means gold that means maybe have some cash with you but i i mean we're talking bank collapses food shortages gas hikes it's incredible what's going on and all the while the liberals in our country are just clapping like seals please sir may i have another crisis self-induced crisis we're in trouble china is coming they i've said it before i'll keep saying it they are the biggest threat to the united states of america and the world the chinese communist party well they're dangerous and you you can tell that Joe Biden really looks up to Xi Jinping because he's letting him do whatever he wants. And, and and he's taking plays right out of Xi Jinping's book. Jailing opposition, rounding up political prisoners, dismissing anything that doesn't push his agenda forward. A centrally planned and controlled economy is what Joe Biden and his handlers all are shooting for. Every one of them. The balloon that China sent over the United States of America recently that was shot down off the coast of South Carolina. I mean, that's a perfect example of Joe Biden uh, letting Xi Jinping get away with anything he wants, waiting until it crosses over the entire United States of America as we're on the conservative side screaming like, hey, they're collecting intelligence data on the United States shoot it down like over deserts and mountains shoot it down it's a balloon like stop this don't let this happen oh you're silly there's no threat don't worry about it and a lot of people were saying oh well they have satellites so what does it matter it's like you've got to understand that as good as a satellite might be the balloon something that low in the atmosphere that balloon can literally read what is on your cell phone. A satellite cannot do that. If but a balloon passing overhead can read your cell phone. It can literally see the salt on a rich cracker if it's in your hand. That's how high powered they are. A, a satellite cannot. Well, now it's confirmed. This is a a an article. It's a Newsmax article quoting a, an NBC article. NBC says that the Chinese balloon gathered intel on U.S. military sites. Quote, the intelligence China collected was from electronic signals, which can be picked up from weapon systems or include communications from base personnel. It was listening. It was listening to our military. So it was flying over the United States. It went to, I think it was, seven, eight, maybe more military installations and collected data and intel from those installations. And Joe Biden just let it happen. And still, we let them get away with everything. We give them money. They're our biggest trading partner and they're making deals with other nations to drop our dollar as the world reserve currency, which will throw not only the United States, but the entire world into utter chaos, the likes of which our parents and grandparents never saw the, probably the worst thing that Americans will have faced in, in generations, if not ever. I am very worried that the collapse is upon us. I really am. Um, I hope it's not, I think that if we had some strong leadership, again, that we could stop it from happening. But unfortunately, it seems like too many of the politicians and the people in power, like the bureaucrats, the bureaucratic elite, well, it seems like too many of them are are bought and paid for. And they're willing to rule over the ashes of America because that helps them keep their power. And as long as they can still travel to Ibiza for vacation, what do they care? What do they care about you? They will rule over the ashes. That's 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 what they want to do. Now, before we go, recently, I just think that this is interesting and I'd like to let you know in case you haven't already heard and you want to take some action about this. Uh, you know Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, and if you don't, Dylan Mulvaney is this Uh, Broadway actor who decided uh, almost a year ago to the day that he was suddenly now a a girl and became very famous on TikTok very quickly. And we've all talked about, we all know TikTok, trash. Very quickly became very popular on TikTok. uh, Days of Girlhood, Dylan Mulvaney. Within less than a year, you've got Kamala Harris talking about how she is so brave and such a strong voice for womanhood. You've got Dylan Mulvaney at the White House interviewing Joe Biden. And then you've got Dylan Mulvaney on Broadway doing this major, massive production about his one year anniversary of being a girl. Well, now. His face is on Bud Light cans. That's right. Yesterday, Bud Light came out as a sponsor for Dylan Mulvaney and the woke gender ideologues that are destroying our society. It is crazy. I know you can't see this picture, but it is just insane. So Bud Light has now... Anheuser-Busch taken the approach of the woke left. So do with that information what you will. I would suggest not buying Bud Light in the near future. Uh, maybe send him a letter. Anheuser-Busch, you know. Well, and I now I know there's a lot more to talk about. There's just so much that happens. You can follow us daily at... On my Facebook page, and you can catch our videos and interviews at uh, youtubecom slash Report And you can also get our investigative reports and our podcast sent directly to your inbox if you just sign up at TheOvertonReport.substack.com. We've got some really interesting stuff going on, some of which I mentioned to you today. We're still uh, we're we're still looking into and researching. But the bottom line here is we are coming to a crossroads. uh, If not already at it and maybe a little bit past that crossroads. But I still believe there's time for us to turn around and go back down the right path. I think that if we're not careful, we're going to find ourselves so far down the road to tyranny and dystopia that we won't even realize how far along we are until one day we're going to turn around and we're just going to say, what happened? What happened? Gas stations will be out of gas. The, the money in our pocket will be worthless. We'll have some digital currency, which is coming out in July, by the way, that can be turned off at the flip of a switch. If you say the wrong thing, Or think the wrong way or vote the wrong way it's not going to get better if you're afraid to speak out now you're not going to be less afraid a month from now it's only going to get worse the longer you stay silent find a place where you can make change at your local level at your state level do something worthwhile and do it soon because you might not be allowed to do it later My name's Corey Allen. This is the Overton Report. I appreciate you listening. We'll catch you next week.